drop 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 these your body 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 Oh, he wants to go off road. Are you gonna shoot that shot when you get the lane? No, he was right on my ass, man. You wide Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? Everybody and Michael. Hello, everyone, and Dylan. All right. Uh so it's a pretty scant cast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where anyone is. No. Um, hell, so for those of you who are tuning in, this is the real boys, or one quarter of the real boys. Um, <laughs> we are a group of about eight people mostly who get together on occasion in larger groups to talk about movies. And we kind of set this up to go through each individual person's top five we're at about the halfway point uh i think we've done about 37 or so episodes that number isn't exact um but it was i think it was zach's idea whose idea was it to do a retrospective it was my idea it was your idea i'm sorry um so go ahead and go ahead and talk about that a little bit um yeah i just figured that since we were halfway through um, everybody's top fives um, that we would uh, I was hoping to give everyone a chance to talk about some of their you know uh, first couple movies that they picked um, you know anything that we might have done differently or anything like that um, and then since this is a by sort of design a limited thing uh, because we are just eight people with their top five movies so we got 40 movies to work through um so it is sort of a limited thing um i was just trying to i I thought we could workshop you know what would happen afterwards because i do um like watching movies i like talking about movies and you know i wanted to see what we would what we would all think as a collective but since just the two of us decided to show up, I guess it's up to you and I to decide the fate of what's going to happen. All right. Or maybe we can find some people who are watching uh, that might be able to chime in. Let us know what do you think we should do after we're done. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, like you said, we had gone into this initially saying five movies each, eight people. Uh, Fridays we do either something newly released or a wheel of 
like audience requests so that way we don't like go through and have to pick one out um which i think i I like the real wheel episodes because it gives us all a chance to be kind of on generally on the same side because usually it's either bad enough that everybody finds it offensive (laughs) or competent enough that we have nothing mean to say about it (laughs) it's weird to not have something bad to say about a movie the ones that came to mind as far as like most popular response got um it seemed like everybody kind of liked starship troopers at least the people on the panel Mm -hmm. it seemed like most people had a positive reaction to airheads Mm -hmm. from what i remember at least at least a passing positive reception to it yeah i mean Um, yeah the real the the wheel ones you're talking about now yeah. Like our Friday yeah. movies. Yes, our Friday movies. Generally, those are those are kind of the highest received ones that we've done so far. I think across any of them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think there were a couple of the top five, the Monday movies that everybody sort of liked. Um, yeah, but the the wheel the wheel movies are are real stinkers usually, but. Sometimes they hit. Starship Troopers, obviously, great movie. Um, I'm trying to think what else came out of the wheel. That uh, was... The Punisher, but that got yeah, absolutely Punisher... trashed. Well, the Punisher <laughs> was bad. Like there yeah. was, there was just nothing good about the Punisher. Even even Dolph Lundgren, who I usually like, was. It didn't look like he was having any fun in that movie. He was not his normal Dolph self. It wasn't bubbly like he normally is. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, that was that was a bad that was a bad one. Woof. Um, yeah, and I, I've got to mention our most popular YouTube upload: "The Night Comes for Us." Um, <laughs> yeah, episode thirteen total, uh, which has an ongoing. I think it's still going in the comments of people who are claiming that we did not understand the movie, and all the power to them. Yeah, I I don't quite get that one because. That movie, I guess I get it because it's sort of a, you know, something that that people are proud of movies from where they come from. Yeah. But that movie wasn't it it wasn't like a deep movie. It was a violent action movie with little to no set up for anything besides the violent action um so and i I, you know i i even keep thinking about this movie i'm like i'm like when i think back on it all i can remember is the violent action like i don't re i don't actually remember what happens in the movie except for you know a guy you know the fighting with nail guns and whatever the hell else disgusting bloody you know a a hallway fight between two women with exploded body parts all over the place but other than that so (laughs) i think we judged it pretty fairly for being a big dumb gross gory action movie yeah no i'd agree with that um and i guess part of this retrospective now that we're talking about unfairly judged um (laughs) Did you have anything in mind you wanted to talk about about like um, either opinions you would reiterate 
if you watch the movie again or times that you think you need to defend one of your movie choices. And I'm not trying to make a targeted point on that question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There, I mean, there are probably definitely movies that I would score either higher or lower if I rewatched them. But a lot of these movies, I mean, especially the new ones we're watching for the first time or I'm watching for the first time. So I'm just giving my initial reaction to the movies. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said in the witch review, I gave that a pretty high score, but I prob uh, I would score it higher. I think if I watched it a second time, it, it, that it's one of those movies, but then like, movies that like uh what were those two big dumb action movies that we did the the uh Zack Snyder zombie thing uh and land of the De- army land of, the, of dead? the dead and then the uh chris the, Contra- the tomorrow war oh, tomorrow war yeah yeah those two movies were such such garbage and i'm like you know, we sort of do these reviews the well, not sort of. We do these reviews the day that they come out. Uh, so we're getting reactions from them before I think a lot of people are getting their reactions out. And I, I do feel better <laughs> when I see the reviews and they're like, oh, yeah, the Tomorrow War was kind of terrible. And I'm like, oh, good. I, you know, my opinion was justified not that i really need my external validation (laughs) but i do like i feel bad if i hate something that everybody else likes yeah um but yeah i I, those two movies are terrible um okay so here's what you you were getting at um the the two that i'm thinking of uh do you think that i judged a quiet place too harshly and the answer to that is no (laughs) i do not (laughs) think i judged the quiet place too harshly okay um that again there are movies like a quiet place that i judge that i scored high Mm -hmm. because they're stupid and whatever but it they know it wasn't a buildup of so much stupid stuff that I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, but but that one it just had too much stupid stuff. And then I still think about this. Uh, my number five movie was A Clockwork Orange, and back when we did that movie, I it was like early on in the show, mm-hmm. so I felt like I needed to defend my choice but in reality it had probably been i mean i think the last time i watched it before this time i watched it as the blu-ray that i bought when it just came out on blu-ray i was watching it on my playstation 3 so it would have had to have been like it was more than 10 years ago uh it was probably closer to 15 years ago and I always watched it after I read the book. I still stand yeah. by the book is good, but I may have been um, 
mixing the book up and the movie and sort of seeing what was supposed to be going on. But when I watched it at a, as just a movie this time, it's it's a very bad movie. And like every once in a while, I'll just think about it and I'm like, God, the amount of things that I could have put in that number five slot instead. <laughs> like I could have gotten probably eight people because at that point, everybody was there every week. Yeah. And I probably could have gotten eight people who have never heard of the movie Ravenous oh, to yes. watch Ravenous. <laughs> and it's such a good movie. I, I I still think you should watch it regardless of whether we review it or not. Um, it's a it's a Civil War period piece yeah. about cannibals. And it's so good. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like period piece horror movies like that's the only type of horror i really like and crap mo stank is saying it's not as good as <laughs> inspector gadget yeah all right i don't yeah uh sure the inspector gadget movie with, with matthew uh, broderick jesus he sucks i hate him <laughs> that i the the first time i heard my father my my dad express open disappointment for like my taste in movies was when i was young when that movie came out and my sisters were young when that movie came out. We all went as a family. <laughs> and it's the first time that he ever expressed like, okay, you wanted to see that? And I'm like, I liked it because I was <laughs> however old I was when Inspector Gadget came out. And yeah. I've gone back and seen versions of it. And I've apologized to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have since apologized to him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean... You know, I think about it and I'm like, God damn, I could have put Evil Dead 2 on there. I could have put Ravenous on there. I could have put freaking. Just wait for the remake a that a hundred times better. I feel it. The remake of what? Inspector Gadget? They're doing, a, they're doing Inspector Gadget remake? I'm going to look this up. <laughs> Who's, uh, I mean, if it's not Matthew Broderick, uh, it would probably be way, way better. Who would you cast as a modern day Inspector Gadget? Who would I cast as a modern day? Huh. Wow, that's that is a surprisingly tough one. <laughs> Chris Pratt. <laughs> I I harbor no ill will towards Chris Pratt, even though the last thing that I saw him in was maybe my least favorite movie that came out in the past five years <laughs> that thing was so such a pile of garbage um yeah. i i do keep thinking about like superhero movie people like why do i think robert downey jr would make a fun inspector gadget uh i mean i mean he did decently as sherlock holmes i like those yeah. sherlock holmes movies um, yeah, I've seen you know, those are both fine. And I, I mean, I'm always sort of thinking about Chris Helmsworth, so <laughs> I don't mind yeah. him being in anything. I mean, it would be a weird thing to see this big buff guy yeah. as Inspector Gadget, but he's also always wearing that big overcoat and and stuff. You know, I uh I think I got someone. I think David Desmalkian. Polka Dot Man from the Suicide Squad would be a good Inspector Oh, gadget. he would be a good one. Yeah. Or we just, can switch. Just came up with that, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's good. Or we can switch it up, make uh um what is his name? The guy who is the bad guy in Black Panther. Oh, uh He's in everything. He's in all the superhero stuff. He's doing Michael that B. Su- Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. yeah. Bring some charisma to the role because he's supposed yeah, to be a machine. Yeah, absolutely. And then we could get the kid <laughs> yeah. from um Space Jam 2. That was a good kid oh, actor. Yeah. He could he could yeah, be he was, Penny he well. instead of, you know, instead of a yeah. girl. Give him a cat. <laughs> <laughs> now I draw the line at swapping a dog for a cat. No. You know, no, I'm pro cat, you know that. Um and yeah, no, that would be that would that's an interesting idea, actually. Yeah. Dir- now directed by like oh man, it would have to be someone who's good at doing like romps who aren't awful. Which is mm. really a really hard thing to think of right now non-awful romps <laughs> yeah comedy romps that aren't terrible uh i can't uh, think of the last romp i saw yeah i can't think of a romp that i enjoyed i guess if you're doing subversive remakes of pop culture you get like kevin smith to do it get kevin smith to do a reboot of inspector gadget i think kevin smith would do a reboot of anything from the 80s if you asked him <laughs> yeah yeah, he's uh I think he's predictable like that. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he's driven by nostalgia maybe more than anyone else I've ever seen or heard yeah. of. <laughs> Professional nostalgia engine, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean James Gunn would be interesting. You would get I like mean... you'd get like a really hard PG movie about the body horror of getting your body turned into a robot. Like you'd get a lot of that kind of like introspective am i yeah. a man or machine and then and once again i'll watch anything written and directed by james gunn like i think yeah. he's fantastic good filmmaker yeah um anyway now that jj abrams yeah sure <laughs> here here jj take the shove take we're just gonna shovel all this crap onto you i mean he made the only two star trek things that i ever liked he did do the they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I, I that first one is actually that first one holds up pretty well. Yeah, the second one's not bad either. The first scene on like that weird planet where they're trying not to disturb anything is yeah. a little stupid. But I like the it's third not... one more than the second. That third reboot, Beyond. Oh, I didn't see that at all. <laughs> it, it it felt a little more like classic star less less running and action and mo- a little bit more like actual sci-fi stuff yeah see um, that's that was always my problem i i i just want to be entertained by my sci-fi like yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. always a star wars over a star trek guy because more action like i'll even take some some b grade horror yeah. sci-fi like uh moon trap or something i would take that over i haven't seen it <laughs> oh it stars um the guy who plays Chekhov in the original star trek and bruce oh. campbell <laughs> huh. all yeah. right with aliens on the moon who turn people into robot like cyborg things all right. it's really really bad and really really great <laughs> cool <laughs> i think it's in full on youtube all right, that sounds like a the movie wheel. that would be in full on YouTube, right? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, but if we're on topics of like 
I guess we're kind of talking about what we would replace in our top fives just to get back to the actual topic yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, though we got to fill time because there are only two of us. Um, yeah. I, I know when I went into when Zach told me about this whole concept and like, hey, make sure you got your top five movies. I knew my top three in some order, which is The Witch, They Live, and Inside Lewin Davis. Um, I chose memento is my fourth because i had always liked memento it was one of the movies that got me into like the actual making a movie as opposed to just it's a movie it's like how can how can the form of the medium inform the story yeah and the fifth one i actually struggled with and i chose um walk hard hard. because i had watched it recently and Uh i like parody going back I was very surprised by the reaction to Walk Hard. I was watching it and I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be a home run, like no less than sevens across the board. And then (laughs) it got mediocre reception from everybody. Very mediocre to bad. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, early on, it just shows that comedy is subjective, which is an important thing to remember, especially if you write it. Um, looking back on it, if I had, if I could have replaced that with anything, it probably would have been like naked gun one or, and I would have taken a risk on this tropic thunder, because I think that's the last movie that you, that's the most recent movie that I can Mm -hmm. think of that you couldn't make today. And I'm doing air quotes for people who listen to this later. But it's all done in the spirit of mocking that sort of thing. Yeah. But (laughs) you're writing a very fine line on that movie. Yeah. I saw Tropic Thunder in the theater, and I don't think I've seen it since. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't even give you an opinion on (laughs) how I would have rated Tropic Thunder. I have a feeling that, like, uh, Dan... uh, probably phil uh and probably chris harvey i would imagine that that they would have ranked that pretty high that seems like they're sort of raunchy um yeah like just straight up comedy there that is a straight up comedy movie well it has chris's favorite thing where a lot of the jokes are set up beforehand Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's got that kind of through line that chris likes in his comedy of set up payoff repeat yeah yeah yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah, and man, <laughs> the amount of things like I was just thinking about um, another Coen Brothers movie. I was thinking about Raising Arizona the other day, and I'm like, man, I would have loved to have gotten because because the Big Lebowski got like I also thought uh, that that was going to be a straight up grand slam. Like nobody doesn't like Big Lebowski, yeah. Uh, but I would like to see if these guys saw uh, Raising Arizona before and what they thought of it now. Like, it's sort of an amazing movie. It's I, it's the first thing I ever saw Nick Cage in. Um, it's a pretty good start. It may, have, it may have been his first movie. No? It was really early on in his film. Yeah, it's, thing, it's early on. I don't think it's his very first. Yeah. It would have been another Coen Brothers movie, um, you know. Yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
like or even another Kubrick movie would have like been The Shining. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> there's, that's classic. Yeah. There's so many movies that that could have occupied that number five spot that. Yeah. If I wouldn't have been if I, I also <laughs> sort of got this thing from this guy that I didn't know in Dan, um, you know, do you want to do this movie podcast? And it's like, sure. What are your five favorite movies? All right, here they are. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about them all that much because like you, I definitely have a top three. Um, But the rest of them, you know, a top 25 could all occupy a number five slot at any point mm-hmm. in time. So it just yeah. happened to be that point in time. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, th- my top three movies and Lebowski as well, I think are all perfect movies. Um, I got RoboCop coming up. Um, there will be blood coming up. I can't wait to see what, what the, what some like again this is like it, it's a long movie but it's a paul thomas anderson movie so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel super long yeah it has uh daniel day lewis as good lord he's in it so much uh and he's so good in it and i'm like i'm like all right well this should be a, a no-brainer uh but again we'll see and then night of the living dead which is I, I just think it's it's perfect because it's not like super it's not like gory it's not crazy but it's very suspenseful mm-hmm. uh and it's it's got a lot of you know and then it also has that you know social commentary that I that I do love yeah. in a movie yeah. yeah um I the only issue I I I don't mean issue but the only thing I can see you running into for Night of the Living Dead is just its age it's a different it's, it's a different era of zombie movie. Oh yeah, for sure. And I can see people thinking that that one's boring. Um but for me that movie it, it has a lot of good memories attached to it and uh I just I can't separate the oh. movie from my feelings about the movie. Yeah. No, I'm the same way with Inside of Lewin Davis. Like that's not going I don't that's not going to be a crowd pleaser, I don't think. It's technically a dark comedy in the way that the Coen brothers can manage, mm-hmm. but it's not outright like a comedy. It doesn't it doesn't attempt to make you laugh. It's it's humor of the like it's situational humor kind yeah. of. But overall the movie's a pretty like raw look at what it is to be an artist and I'm just like, ugh, all right, yeah. <laughs> and it, it crosses over with an era of music that I really enjoy, which is that kind of like folk scene in the 60s, mm-hmm. which you've got, I mean, the sound, I'm not going to pitch it too much now, but the soundtrack <laughs> is performed by like Marcus Mumford and they've got like actual musicians doing all of it. All the music in the actual movies done live as best they can. Like, okay. Yeah. Justin yeah, Timberlake's I- in it. I I like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, me I too. like some of his music, and I think he's got a lot of charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's he's very entertaining and things. So, so yeah, I don't I don't. And uh, that he, is a Coen Brothers movie, right? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So one that I people don't, don't talk about very often. Yeah, I I like a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, Crimeanads. 
I was going to sound like I was a smart guy. Um, but I do like, there is a Coen brothers movie that I like that, uh, it's like a medieval movie and it has, uh, farts. What is his name? See, now I'm totally blanking on it, but I remember watching hmm. it. It's like a fantasy movie. Really? Let me just Google Yahoo this thing. <laughs> uh, Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> Different Cohen. All right. Talk talk while I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, yeah. So... For those of you who don't know, Real Boys was kind of like born out of some conversations between Zach Wiseman and Dan Levely. I believe it was those two. And I know Zach at least was like, hey, we're putting together a movie podcast with a bunch of people. You have any interest in doing it? And this would have been in like January of 2021. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. It's cold and gray. <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll watch movies and talk about it. Though, I remember when Zach and I got into podcasting to start we talked about doing movie discussion podcasts and I'm like, no, not really interested in just throwing that out there like everybody else. But I think this show is, I think having the the large cast kind of makes this movie, movie discussion podcast stand out. Uh, Are you thinking of of Miller's crossing? It's not medieval. It's like prohibition era. Yeah. I may also be thinking of, another director pair fuck i have no idea Hmm. i i don't even know what to google because i remember seeing it and then i remember you know watching the credits and then it's like oh i didn't know it was those guys who did that and now i Hmm. i can't even so like like so many times on this show that i tried to sound you know (laughs) smart (laughs) and and uh you know someone who knows independent weird movies uh i end up looking like an idiot but that's fine you're thinking of true grit it's a western no i'm not kind of the modern day equivalent of a fantasy movie (laughs) that's uh that also stars what's his name from the big lebowski yeah uh jeff uh Mm. dunham bridge with the puppets (laughs) Yeah, Jeff Dunham, the puppet guy, made this Western remake of... That's a Clint Eastwood movie? Uh, I don't remember the... I, no, it's... Um, no, it's uh, John one. Wayne? Yeah, it's yeah. John Wayne. <laughs> the other one. The, the, other, other, Western the other Western guy. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I remember seeing that one in, in theaters and being wholly like... Yeah, all right, this is fine. I, it was... It was Christmas time, I believe, and I was out in Kansas, and my uncle was really into it because he likes John Wayne movies. So he was like, "Okay, yeah, it was fine. It was fine." And it wasn't no John Wayne, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, no." <laughs> uh, yeah. There's yeah. man. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. I definitely don't think I saw that in the theater. My most disappointing. Uh theater experience oh yeah was uh my wife and i were down in on vacation in on hilton head okay hilton head island south carolina and 
happened to <laughs> be when Star Wars Episode Two was releasing, and we were both like, "All right, well, Episode One was terrible. We're not gonna, you know, but we're not gonna hold that against them. It's still Star Wars. It's still holy ground. We're gonna go first day, you know, that it was that it was released." We're going to go. We're going to see it. It's going to be great. We should have known because when we got there, no lie, no nothing. Uh, we're like, all right, well, maybe because we're on Hilton Head, we're not, you know, people aren't there to see movies. Nope. <laughs> so Ugh. even though it was opening day, we were two of like seven people in the movie theater. And then we had to watch Star Wars Episode 2. Oh, and man. God, those prequels are just miserable. They are pretty much like, I don't know. There's a lot of nostalgia nowadays that Disney's gone back to retrofit stuff into the canon around the movies. But you watch those three movies in a vacuum and they are not good. No. Even with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there seems to be a a big a big like uh, resurgence. Uh, people are like, "Oh no, the the original trilogy or the first trilogy <laughs> is the best." And I'm like, "You you can't you can't possibly say that." <laughs> like, stop saying that. <laughs> like like the first three from the set, like the original four, five, and six. No, no, oh. one, two, and three. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no verifiably no um yeah it, it's just it's so bad it's, it's so bad yeah and now like well it looks like disney has started to kind of let people do what they want with star wars they've got this anime like anthology series coming out that looks really interesting um i was not surprised at all to see i think all three of the original trilogy are on this list that we'll be watching at some point Oh, I only saw two. New Hope only is saw... Zach's number two. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi is Phil's number one. Yes. Um, I can't believe nobody put Empire on theirs. At, I mean, Except apparently not. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say those those two were definitely the ones I can see on people's top fives. Uh, you don't see the, e the Ewok one. <laughs> Whatever, it's fun, but I wouldn't put it in my top five favorite movies of all time for people well the sake. ewok one is return of the jedi which is phil's number one. Oh, really yes return of the empires or the empire or return empire of the strikes empire. back jesus all right yeah i do always get those empire those... strike back strikes back is not on anybody's list that i can see which i find really intriguing because oh, that's the one everybody yeah. quotes as being the yeah, best no, of that's, them that's the good one <laughs> yeah how yeah. why would i have known that Phil put the worst of the original trilogy on his number as his number one. <laughs> <sighs> I was going to ask, I was going to ask you if there's anything coming up that you're dreading <laughs> that I'm dreading. Yes. Oh, like um, that you're dreading watching again, hmm. because I, even though I have no idea what happened to that, I'm looking at my Google drive and, I can't find the document for it. So I don't know what's coming up either, except for one thing. Well, Chris keeps making jokes that his number two is the Lion King 2019. 
Yeah. And then he walks it back and says it's the original animated one. And I'm like, Chris, you better not be, you better not make me watch that live action one. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, and I'm not was, interested in. I was worried about that until uh, we watched the live action Mulan and I actually liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, no, wait a second. If they redid The Lion King with no songs and no Jonathan Taylor Thomas's voice, I'm like, maybe it won't be so bad. No Matthew Broderick. No Matthew Broderick at all. Yeah. Um, as far as stuff I'm not particularly looking forward to watching, um, I'm going to be honest. I missed the boat on that era of Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. I'm not oh, a huge I fan. Am, I am dreading watching Ace Ventura because I know how that movie ends. And it it's like the gay panic in that movie oh right is that is horrifying and the worst part is i like the movie up until then and then even when i watched it when i was a teenager i was like i was like what i don't understand but it is overplayed and it sucks <laughs> I, I understand. I, I, I haven't seen it in fifteen years. Like it's been so long. I don't remember that. Well, but that's the one that everybody keeps bringing up. That it's yeah. gay panic. Well, taken to I extreme. Mean, yeah. At the end, once he finds out that that the woman that he's like dating and and or whatever, uh. I don't know if she's supposed to be trans or if it's just some sort of disguise, but either way he like, after he figures it out, he's like crying in the shower. He burns the clothing that he was wearing. He's like eating mouthfuls of gum. Like I have to get yeah. this horrible. It yeah. sucks so bad. And I, I'm like, I, I really don't want to relive this because I know that, Jim Carrey's not that way yep. and you know whatever it was just the role that he was given to play but I'm I'm not looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's one of those unfortunate products of its time yeah, things it's... that yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to go back sometimes and watch movies that you really liked from mm -hmm. that era and be like, "Oh. Well, yeah. Hopefully everybody involved has brought themselves above that mindset yeah, yeah. You know, i don't know who wrote forward. or directed it i have no idea um i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say something funny but i didn't have anything lined up <laughs> <laughs> it's like a spielberg joint with uh george lucas don't 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 bring george lucas and spielberg into this <laughs> oh it's too late um <laughs> Is there an, on on that topic? Is there anything you are particularly not looking forward to revisiting or watching? I'm, I mean, yeah. I know you don't have a huge, you don't have much of the list in front of you, but like, well, there's one that sticks out, and I've probably talked about it four or five times because I really don't want to watch Boondock Saints again. Um, that movie, I guess, it has fun action in it. Like the the action like stuff is is fun. But it's so like broy and misogynistic, and they kill a cat in it as a yeah. joke. And 
if you kill a cat in your movie for me you're starting at five reels and i don't think you're recovering from that because if you kill a cat in your movie fuck you i think well tonight is like cat lover night like the two of us i think are the ones who are vocally pro cat on this podcast yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember that scene in particular i've seen Boudinock saints once it was yeah. when i was in high school which arguably yep. is the best time for like a, a white guy to watch boondock Saints yeah. when you're in high school <laughs> and you're edgy and yeah. you're in a bunch a bunch of your friends you're in their basement you got taco bell like that's great it's and also still... a great time to watch a clockwork orange when I you're could... an edgy when, when you're, you're an edgy okay. like 20 year old <laughs> <laughs> you know i would say a i would say one thing i do i think i personally was a little too hard on clockwork orange um as a film like obviously the subject matter is like hard it's a yeah. hard movie to watch yeah but i think i think partially was just like man i just didn't have a good time watching this yeah. um i don't know i think clockwork orange is something that you can probably benefit from watching twice once when you're like an edgy high schooler and then again like a 10 years later when you have yeah. time to reflect on yeah yeah i shouldn't absolutely. have hung out on 4chan yeah absolutely and it i think i've said it before but it has like uh it has like a one of these things that I do appreciate in a movie and a book. Um, it happened with Catcher in the Rye. Like I, I read Catcher in the Rye when I was, you know, uh, a senior in high school. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this Holden Caulfield kid is awesome. Like, fuck ever. Like, fuck all the authorities. And, and everybody sucks. Everybody over 30 sucks. Mm -hmm. And then I read it again when I was like 37, 38. And I'm like. I'm reading it and I'm like, this is the turning point in this kid's life. This is where he figured out that he has to stop being an asshole like this and grow up. And it's the same with A Clockwork Orange, but I think Zach was right when he said that um, I don't think Kubrick was focusing in quite on the growing up part. And making him that edgy, you know, oh yeah, fuck all the authority people. So, well, you know, it, it it does lose a lot of the impact of the book and the impact of what it could have been as a movie. Yeah. Yeah, ending on that hospital scene is an interesting choice, especially when you go back and look into Kubrick as a director and as a person. You're like, okay. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, I've, I've already publicly removed myself from that yes. movie. Uh, <laughs> it, it just, it, it was a bad choice. And I'm hoping that it's the same thing with Phil and Boondock Saints and like, oh, I watched this when I was 20 and, you know, oh, it was awesome back then. And I haven't really watched it again since. I'm hoping that that's the, I don't think it's going to be the case, but I'm hoping it's the case. But I'm yeah. hoping that I can look at it as that movie came out way later than I remember it. Come. I, I always thought that was like a movie that came out in like 90, like 99. Oh, it is 99. Okay. Oh, it is 99. It okay. is 99. The sequel I was going to say the early sequel 2000s. Came out, the sequel came out in 2009, which yeah, this shocked was me like... for being that, early i thought i thought sequel was like 2015 or something yeah i yeah. remember when the sequel came out and even people who loved that movie were like eh. <laughs> yeah 
but yeah but yeah um but yeah i put that i put boondock saints clockwork orange um american history x donnie darko um those kinds of movies are like if you watch them at the right time in your life oh they're cool they're edgy as shit they're awesome and then it, once you like it if you mature yeah. and you watch them again you're like oh all right yeah 20 year old me sucked ass yeah. But I'm glad that I can sort of track the growth of of myself as a person with how much I like this sh- shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's probably a good thing movies can do for you is like take you back to a different point. You watch it later and you're like, hmm. All right. Yeah. I was this kind was, of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a time and a place movie. And yep. that's okay. Because, yep. you know, if you go back and you're ashamed of the stuff, um, we were just, just before the show, you showed me that my Angel Fire <laughs> page of all my comics from when I was 20 we, years old. We were going back was, to our old internet postings. Yeah, was still on the internet. And I'm like looking through this stuff and I'm like... yep oh yeah (laughs) but so like but that's that's also important because you know that was me back then Mm -hmm. so whatever i was a dumb kid and the the good thing was as i was reading it i'm like i wrote these comics when i was like 20 years old this is horrible but there was there was no there was none of the like homophobia. There was no racism in any of them. Yeah. It was just like dumb, stupid shit that a 20 year old kid thinks yep. of. And that's fine. Be a dumb, stupid 20 year old kid, but just make sure you keep, you know, growing as a person. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's probably a good message to end this retrospective on. I, don't I know. think so. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know if there's much else to, like we got, another 35 or so episodes coming up um i'm i am looking forward to a couple of these movies uh especially ones that i haven't seen because like i hadn't seen parasite before um i hadn't seen the witch before Mm -hmm. uh i hadn't seen what was that what was justin's um the bootlegger one the tom hardy one Wallace. Wallace. I like I that one a lot that too. I, I, I'm like, I'm like loving some of these movies. So yeah. there are a couple coming up yeah. that I'm like, oh, cool. Like uh, this thing was on my radar before and I just haven't gotten to it or whatever. And, and I think we are approaching movies that everybody is going to be more passionate about. Yeah. I, I, we're getting into that part of the show where now we are going to start, I think, going to bat for our decisions more than we did in the past. Um, and like, I don't think, I don't think you have to make an excuse for like an idiocracy or the last dragon. Like those are good movies. I'm looking forward to watching those again. Um, and we're also, I think going to get into some interesting conversation because there's not all crowd pleasers in here, which is going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also some, you know, the joke is we don't get political on the real boys, which we only say when we're getting political. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but there, there are, are some like idiocracy and uh, they live all, all of my, <laughs> all of the rest of my top threes and yeah. they live 
that you're just not going to be able to escape it. So mm-hmm. prepare to get political on the real boy. <laughs> Start of darkness. <laughs> and then we've got real wheels and we've got some HBO stuff. Um, yeah. So what are we thinking? I mean, let's just, we can spitball a couple of ideas. Yeah. Um, after I did suggest um, at one point doing one round of one movie where we replace one of our top five with another one. So that five, would be, you know, five, two B. months. That would be two months. You know, you, yeah. yeah. Five B or three B or, yeah. or hopefully fills two B. Um, <laughs> whatever you want to replace, replace it with something, you know, that, that might more fit your style. Uh, yeah. That, that you have now. Um, I also, I mean, I just like to watch movies and talk about them. So I'm not opposed to, cause we have a big, we have a big backup of things, um, on the wheel Yeah, and people can keep suggesting stuff. And I would say we can keep putting stuff on, we can keep doing new movies, but just do it once a week, maybe on Mondays. And yep. then that's when, you know, then we spin the wheel and then we, you know, we have a week to watch it and, and whatever. And then the movies that come out on Friday, we have a whole weekend yeah, to watch them instead of having to get up because some of us work third shift. So you have to get up, watch the movie for th- like three hours because yeah, right. apparently you can't make a movie less than two and a half hours anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. They all have and then, epics. you know. And then talk about it right away before you have a time to digest what you just watched. And then you end up, you know, screaming about how Zack Snyder used to be able to make good movies. Yeah. Uh, But that's my Army of the Dead really left some scars, huh? Army of the Dead was (laughs) miserable. Oh, Oh, it was so bad. And and I know that Zack Snyder can make a good movie. Like even a long movie, because I like that four hour cut of Justice League. And I know that he can make a good zombie movie because I liked his Dawn of the Dead remake. And I know that he can set up a world which he did better in the Dawn of the Dead remake in less time than Land of the Dead. Yep. So, yeah, Land of the Dead just fucking sucked. And yeah, I'm not going to watch it again. So I'm not going to have a different opinion. of it. It's just going to forever be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. One undone on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, who knows what we're, I mean, I imagine we're going to keep this going in some capacity. I don't think we're going to limit this until, yeah, until it dwindles down to one or two people shouting we'll, into the void. Hey, and even if it's just, even if it's just you and me talking about these movies, I'm okay with that because yeah. I like I like to get my opinions out there and I I know I'm a contrarian a, a lot of times and it's people don't believe me but it's really not on purpose. I just I don't know why I like the things I do and don't like the things that I don't like, but I also always thought that I was the only one who th- thought like that until they invented the internet like i said i'm i'm very i'm a very old man so once i got on the internet and found out that other people thought like i do i'm like oh i'm not the only one so i do i also like to put my opinions 
even though they're usually unpopular out there. And then other, and then people who are thinking the same thing are like, oh, good. I'm not the only one who thought that very, very weird, stupid thing. Yeah. No, that's that's my mission statement. I think there should always be at least someone who disagrees with the general opinion, especially on a podcast. I don't want to listen to this, like these people agree on everything. It's boring. Yeah. 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 It is boring. Yeah. And I think it's important. Like the best part of our, uh, review of the suicide squad was when dan was like did we watch the same movie because he yeah. didn't like it and i was like great oh my god yeah, here we no are. that was good i mean i don't understand i don't understand that opinion i yes but he but, is entitled to have it oh yeah I'm glad absolutely he does. <laughs> oh no uh, it was great because again there are a couple movies that and then when i think about it i'm like oh no this is just going to be either universally hated or a universal grand slam Mm -hmm. when it's not, I'm like good because like you said, it's, it's boring when everybody agrees, but I still can't figure it out. Cause suicide, the, the suicide squad was fucking awesome. I I loved every second of it. (laughs) All right. And I think that does wrap it up unless you've got anything you want to throw into the conversation. I I think that's, yeah, I think we've gotten everything we need to say out and, I'm putting my uh, I'm putting my opinion on how we should, you know, keep the show going out there into the void uh, because I'm sure that the rest of these guys listen to the show when they're not on it. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that's that's my suggestion for it. And uh, speaking of some other guys, we've got some people who are missing tonight. Let's run through and tell people where to find them. We've got Chris Harvey professional comedian you can find him on the chris plus chris show various music videos he's got some movie tryouts he's out there making some real moves and you can find him on here being very articulate about defending the movies he watches yeah he's great at (laughs) at defending his terrible taste in movies Um, (laughs) yeah he's also in a couple of actual movies yeah Uh, Yeah. he's he's also a a stand-up comedian who's touring he's Mm -hmm. you know doing stuff he's doing his thing and you know chris harveycomedy.com is his website and that yeah. has all of his his stuff on it but yeah, yeah he's i love when he's on the show he's not on yeah. enough uh yeah but he you're right he is he's very articulate at letting people know why he likes the movies that he likes even though i don't agree with it i don't agree with a lot of them but that's that's why we're doing this <laughs> yep absolutely <laughs> we've also got dan lovely or dl smokes you can find him at oops caught me smoking or here uh when he's going through his movies just as we all are i'm all right i'm gonna stop introducing people as being on the show because you know they're on the show but he's also on uh bet that with dan and jerry and blaze who also does cloud chronicles podcast you can find his merch at cloudchronicles.com. uh he's got a lot of stuff you can buy and they're all pretty well designed shirts so go check them out got uh justin wallace of carpool shenanigans uh look that up it's a pretty fun podcast it's a good idea for one too yeah, it's pretty fun. I've been on a couple. Um, yeah. He also has um, a new podcast, Anime Shenanigans, coming out. Yes. Yeah, he's doing an anime show, which is bound to be interesting. Because depending on what you watch, anime can be very cool, very <laughs> weird, or not worth discussing. Um, yeah. So I'm looking going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm not even into anime, but I like hearing people talk about anime. Yeah. So I think I think... And Justin's like... I don't think he shows it on the show, 
but he's really weird and really oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, yeah. He's, he also does a voice for us uh, on Jack Billings. Oh, right on. And his, like he sends his readings and like he'll improv a line and it's, he's just, he's just really <laughs> funny. And I, I think he needs to talk more when he's on the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've got Phil Better, uh, the podcast mogul himself. Uh, speaking of new shows, uh, it seems like he's got a new one every week, including How Long Can I Hold This Note? Um, which, don't be fooled by the dur- episode duration. That four hours is pretty well utilized. Um, yeah, and you can you can find him at other places like Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. He runs like a stock investing group on Facebook. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's all over the place. He's all if over the place. Go- he's doing a if lot you of stuff. Google Phil Better. Um, there's like 19 solid pages. That's just each one of his individual podcasts. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, um, where's my beaver? Um, he's got he's got those aren't moose tracks. He a lot oh of God, Canadian. I don't listen to that one. A lot of Canadian-based uh, yeah. humor. I, He's very I don't understand a lot of it, but... No, the accent's very thick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, my brother, uh, Zach Wiseman. He couldn't be here tonight. Uh, you can find him on all of the Some Nobody stuff that he and I do together. He also guest stars on a whole bunch of other stuff, so you can just kind of look for Zach Wiseman. He posts everything on there. Um, and then me. I'm Dylan. I'm also in Some Nobodies. I'm here. We have... Uh, Silicon Angels and create your own pod venture appeal, twitching up streams on Tuesdays where we go through how to like make a story. We're doing a really fun uh, kind of robot uh, uh, homeward bound right now. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I've, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. I did want to say that when you were doing that D and D show. Oh yeah, the, you can find w- me. It up. was just yeah, it was just yeah. you by yourself. Um, I keep forgetting to tell you, but what I wanted was I wanted for that orc's head to fly through the air and then hit somebody in the butt. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's still time. Yeah. uh, Michael is referring to when Zach can't make it to our Tuesday show. I sometimes do a solo screenwriting stream where I just try to put words down. Yeah. It's fine. Um, It's it's, it's, it's fun. It's a lot of dead but you know you're there to keep me company and hold me accountable (laughs) (laughs) i enjoy it i i i like watching the writing process you actually um watching you write inspired me to do some more writing i've i'm actually i've actually written a couple um episodes of the new season of jack billings presents it's called haunted apartment complex um but just watching you sort of uh, like figure stuff out while you're going. I'm like, Oh, it doesn't have to be perfect the first no. time through. <laughs> so I'm just going to put all of these ideas down and mm-hmm. then go back through and fine tune it. I actually have what is at this point, a 17 page script of things that uh, myself, uh, Dylan, Zach, um, <laughs> it's an inside Matt, joke podcast, <laughs> Matt deterior from, uh, no time to binge. And also my partner on, uh, Jack Billings presents, uh, B Highland from our podcast, no time to binge my child G from generation clash and also <laughs> no time, um, to binge. <laughs> no time to binge and Jack Billings presents, um, 
and then Poppy Jenkins from a wonderful comedy Star Trek podcast called Tapon's Theater on Subspace, which I've guested on a couple of times. Um, we're all starring in this crazy thing that I'm writing. It's pretty cr- but, It's crazy. I've read the first like 14 pages and I'm just yeah. like, this is nuts. It's, it's going to be in, really fun. It's insane. It's sort of a look into my brain. Like that's just sort of what's going in my brain, what's going on in my brain all the time. So the amount of times that I go off on a tangent on this show is like you, you're amazed because I only go off on a tangent once an episode instead of just literally talking about crazy shit that I'm thinking of the entire hour. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, where else, uh, Michael, can people find you? You want to finish it out? No, uh, I love this terrible game, which is a video game podcast where um, instead of a bunch of dudes talking about video games like normal, there's uh, dudes, there's ladies, there's non-binary people. Um, it's, It's a very, you know, younger, the same age as I am um everybody has like different interests and it's it's a very interesting show yeah right on. if you like video games yeah. um so yeah that's all of my stuff yeah uh i i think i mentioned all of my stuff <laughs> probably there's probably, probably more out there but yeah. you can also uh follow me on twitter at my neighbor m-i-c-h-1 and i post all my stuff there Cool. Yeah. And you can follow me at Vorpal words on everything. I'm more active on Instagram than anything else because Twitter is disgusting. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that, that does it for this retrospective episode of the real boys where we yeah. talked to, and at least Michael and I talked about what we've been kind of thinking about the show and where we're thinking about the show. And we're, we're the only two whose opinions matter anyway. Nobody's here to contradict you. So it must be correct. That's right. Yeah, that's how it works, it's, guys. So it's their own fault if if yeah. they are, you know, yeah. offended. If you want your opinion accounted for, you come to the show, damn it. That's um, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, you can, you can catch all of the other guys on here on any other episode. We're here Mondays. We're here Fridays. You can pick us up on any podcast platform at The Real Boys. There are multiple podcasts called The Real Boys, but we are the one with the best graphic design and the best images and splash uh, panels and the most handsome and attractive people on the show and you can hear it coming through the airwaves uh, but I'm going to get rid of this stream for now we'll see you guys on Monday or yeah Monday Monday is yeah? Monday is Phil Better's I think last good movie oh no he's got a Star Wars movie on there uh, actually it's the Unforgiven that's the Leonardo DiCaprio Monday I've got Monday down as Jerrion's number three trading places. Oh, I'm sure we'll figure it out in chat. It's either Jerrion's number three trading places or Phil's number three, the departed, which I do love, but I've seen a lot. I've never seen the departed. Oh, wow. It's another long one, but it's, it's good. It's Wahlberg and Damon and, uh, why do so many people have Mark Wahlberg movies? on? He's, he's, he's doing exactly what Wahlberg needs to be doing in this movie. He's playing the role. It's not the happening. Okay. Well, I love the happening because he's doing something that yeah, he shouldn't too. be doing. Uh, he just has happening. such a, he always has such a blank expression on his face. He's soulless. 
Cool. And on that <laughs> note, uh, we're out. Bye. Later. Drop, 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 drop these. Everybody, drop, 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 drop these. Everybody, drop, 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 drop these. Everybody, drop, 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 drop these. Everybody. Ah, he wants to go off road. Are you gonna shoot that shot when you get the land? No, he was right on my ass, man. Too wide open. Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? Was that me? I'm about to catch a fade, huh? Sick pet!